Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Beardy Bunch podcast, a podcast where three dudes get together to discuss pop culture, video games, and whatever else tickles their fancy this week. I am joined, as always, by my beautiful co-hosts, Jay Chili and Billy Rids. How are you two doing tonight? I am fantastic, Dad. I'm having a vibe. I've got some twice going on in my ears, and I'm having just a chill old weekend. How are you, Mr. Chill? I am doing fantastic. It's such a, a fantastic start of the weekend. Always a fantastic start of the weekend, getting to spend time with the two of you. Oh, Joe, you big old charmer. I try. Dad, how are you? I'm doing good. I'm I'm actually very vibey tonight. I'm listening to some lo-fi jazz Ooh. and just having a grand old time doing it. I don't want to get too off track real quick, but I there's yeah. a coffee liqueur called Mr. Black. And this isn't a sponsored segment or anything, don't you worry. But Mr. Black is delicious. It is made on the Central Coast, just a couple of minutes south of me. But please sponsor us, Mr. Black. With my last housemate, we were after we'd have like a, a good night or something, we'd crack Mr. Black, put on some New York smooth jazz, and make a white Russian and just swirl our Mr. Black and just drink it at the end of the night. Just having a nice sip, sipper sort of drink while listening to New York jazz. The best way to end any night. That sounds amazing. When I see you IRL for the first time, can we do that? Hell yeah, we can. Oh, can't wait. Make sure you've got some Mr. Black. Or I'll have Mr. Black, because I always have Mr. Black. I feel like I'm intruding on a really personal moment right now. No, 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 no. Because no. you'll You're be there invited. too, Chuck. Oh, okay. Now I'm on board. You're going to be sitting in the deep, you know, the deep leather couch, the one that you sit into it, you sink real far back in. Oh. And you're going to be holding a glizzy like a cigar and just oh, be like, God. hello, my friends. <laughs> just, <laughs> Come on. I, I was going to say he would be holding a cigar, but we both know he would not. No. He would hold a, a hot dog. Yeah, what it <laughs> have? Just you like see, nibbling on the end of it. You'd have a cigar, right? <laughs> it would look like a beautiful cigar. And then he'd just bite into it. And it's just full of glizzy meat. And he's just yeah, had this a, scummy cigar. It's still a cigar on the outside, but in the <laughs> middle, it's just hot dog. <laughs> and as he smokes it, it cooks the glizzy as it Ooh. goes down the outside. So it's a hot dog wrapped yes. in like a tobacco leaf. Wait, wait. This, this sounds like it could be a thing. We probably shouldn't put this out there. Someone's going to steal our idea. It'd be a, a very interesting thing. <laughs> the glizzy gar, patent pending. Yeah. Yeah, Glizgar. Glizgar. It's a trademark. Oh, Get it today. Glizgar. That sounds it's like a shitty Pokemon. Get it today. Glizgar. It's the alternate evolution of Gligar. Yeah, that's exactly right. It just, it just evolves into a hot dog in a, in a cigar. It's like Gligars that grew up around coughings. That sound oh, like yeah. Hire me, Nintendo. <laughs> or Game Freak. I know what I'm doing. Oh, Speaking of hire me, Game Freak, actually, I saw a video uh, earlier this week where someone was spouting off like their own made up Pokemon lore. And it was very, it like, I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is rad. I'm digging where this is going. And then she finished it with hire me Niantic. And I was like, no, they just make Pokemon go. Yeah. You know, you're not getting anywhere with that hire. Hey, she knew exactly what she was doing. There's lots of story in that Niantic game. You got to admit there's a whole mess of story. That's true. Is, is there? That's all I'm saying. Have yeah, I, like, have I missed the story? Like the yeah, different research I mean, quests and stuff like that, they're adding more and more stuff in. 
to the be last fair. time I played, the extent of the story was, oh, Team Rocket's floating overhead in an air balloon. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, but you've got to stop Team Rocket! <laughs> but I want to join Team Rocket. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, uh, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, I definitely would. I'd be like, these guys are our slaves, basically, because that's what they are. You've seen the Pokemon anime. They just get them to do all kinds of shit. They yeah. don't have a choice. Yeah, it's I mean, I've got like several thousand of them just stored in a box somewhere. Yeah. yeah. That's not ethical. No, that's definitely. They should be living their life somewhere. They're just Instead in they're a in computer. compartment. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. <laughs> shit. It's been three years. He's forgotten about <laughs> us. <laughs> he paying the four dollar subscription per year to keep us here but he doesn't come to say hi that's just paying for the food that they sprinkle in once a year I'm, their lives. I'm the sixth level one charmander he was trying to get a shiny <laughs> oh only the sixth only the sixth and then like way down the line it's like i was the 48th i don't want to hear it <laughs> Way even further at the very end, he's like, I'm 677th. <laughs> Release me or kill me. Just stop this. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. Please. Real talk, a game where we played as Team Rocket grunts would be like in like working our way up through Team Rocket. Yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I could see them doing that in that same style of game that was the I know I've talked about Coliseum a few times, but the whole thing about the first Coliseum was you had a snagum arm, which essentially let you catch other people's Pokemon. That's and so like, weird. I could totally see them reusing that and like in a team rocket mm. or whatever group of that world they decided to use setting is. You know, there's a ROM hack of gen one where you get to play as team rocket. And I've heard it's pretty solid. That's kind of cool. Is that the same ROM hack where the map is completely redone and like you go through the anime version of Kanto instead of video game version. I'm I'm not a hundred percent positive. I, I've heard of it. I've seen like lists of like the top Pokemon ROM hacks, and it's always on there. Uh, but yeah. I've never played it. Weird. But kind of wild. I'd like to try that. I also think that it wouldn't be long till we were running Team Rocket Joe because Giovanni got stomped by a ten year old kid and did nothing about it. I would have like shot him. Like, I'm running an organized crime syndicate. I would have just murdered the kid and put him in one of the numerous shipping crates we had in my organized crime syndicate base. And then he would have been gone forever. I mean, that dude at the top of the stairs, the casino, could have just pushed him down the stairs. Yeah. And then closed it back up. No one would have known. Yeah, I reckon it wouldn't be a long tour. At least Giovanni's right and left-hand man. And then, like, because just from, like, the kids in there battling Giovanni, and then you're just like, bang! And then it's like, well, that problem solved. <laughs> I don't know why no one else did this. Here's my concern in the Pokemon world. I feel like there's like a disconnect between like when you become an adult, you just become really inept at everything. Because think about That's all true. the adults in the Pokemon world. They're all like really useless and e- easily overcome by small children. Yeah, that's a good point. But also none of them physically assault the children which is the point i'm trying to get at like if you just like took some like i guess like you took some kickboxing classes and just just roundhoused one of those kids chuck norris style 
Well, there was that episode of the anime. That one episode of the anime, yeah, that guy, that like, guy shoved the gun. A gun on <laughs> yeah, it was, I was about to bring that up, too. It was banned in America. It never aired in America. Which is just wild to me. Pulls his strap out from behind the counter, and he's like, say it again. <laughs> <laughs> say it again, eh? You want to buy a potion? There's quite a few episodes of the Pokemon anime that were ne- never aired in America, including that one. That's so wild. That same episode where he pulls the gun on Ash, James takes the gun and holds it to his head. Yeah, the anime went to weird places. Yeah, there's one where Officer Jenny has a straight up uh, M4 or M1 Grand or whatever it is from, <laughs> from World War II. And she's in the forest. She's in the jungle, like wearing a Chansey hat and holding an M1 Grand. Hey, sometimes you got to go hunting. Also, what's hunting like in the Pokemon world? I don't want to make this a Pokemon episode, but fucking hell, there's so many questions that are unanswered. Like, what do they eat? Surely you're well, eating Tauros. Because there are fish animals. they catch, right? Yeah, there's but there's animals. fish, right? They catch fish, is what we mm-hmm. see, right? But do we ever see, like, Lots cows? Of they show the mongoose ones. Wait, that like, was the not... mongoose ones getting, like, eaten by an Ekans or something in the anime. Like a regular old mongoose. There's an episode of the early anime. How come the... How come that's a thing? Well, I think, so they didn't really, like, season one of the anime, they didn't really have the guidelines for what the Pokemon world is. So they were just kind of like, yeah, just do whatever. Make the anime. This is going to be a standalone game. It's it's not going to sell as well as we think it, or as well as it eventually did. They didn't yeah. realize they had the the gold chicken on their hands. Yeah, but, like, they've just ignored it. They should be, like, animals roaming about like people are eating mill tanks yeah i imagine a mill tank is delicious yeah is more powerful well i mean they talk about how people eat slowpoke tails right yeah Yeah. that's in the second game that's for virility no one wants to say it no one wants to say it but it definitely gives you a boner uh (laughs) do you guys remember when they announced pokemon sword and shield and people were talking about what the third game in that series would be and they made the fan art, which I've just sent the two of you, of Pokemon Gun. <laughs> I do remember it's one of my, the gun. wolf with the fucking 9mm <laughs> strapped to its back. That's so good. <laughs> I want Pokemon Gun to be a thing. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure somebody's made it a thing. I think there's a Grand Theft Auto 5 mod where there are Pokemon, but like you can just shoot each other too. That makes sense. What a world we live in. Talking about world we live in, do we have any topical news we'd like to discuss? Before we get to what I think is on all three of our minds, um, I some lighthearted news that I thought was fairly cool that I saw earlier today. A well-known Sekiro speedrunner speedran the game in four and a half hours, completely blindfolded on Twitch. That is really cool. That is incredibly cool. What I'm hearing is that the Beardy Bun should attempt to overcome this challenge and take the take the top time from them. Is that what I'm I mean? agree. But we can't this weekend. And this is kind of interesting because talking about Sekiro, it is on a list of number of games that this weekend is part of a Activision Blizzard lockout in the sense of we shouldn't be playing those games because Activision Blizzard has been hit by a raft of lawsuits regarding to the sexual harassment and misconduct and discrimination occurring within their walls. Lads, what do you think 
about this particular example that we've been thrown today? I think it's fucked up. I think, I mean, the frat boy mentality that's, I think everyone's already always known Blizzard had. I didn't necessarily equate it to also Activision until this lawsuit came out. Like, I don't think I ever actually realized that Activision Blizzard was a thing. I thought Blizzard and Activision were totally separate entities, but they're not. And I think every day we're seeing more and more come out regarding the lawsuit and just how horrendous that frat boy culture was to Mm -hmm. women. Just it's just horrible. And by no means do I at all condone anything that they did. I mean, straight up, it's women are just as good, if not better at their jobs in this industry than men are. Men should not have any sort of frat boy mentality. That's that shit's from 50 plus years ago. Get rid of it. Yeah. I um, agree wholeheartedly because it's interesting to hear that, that that exists in the world we live in, but it's not surprising in a sense because gaming culture is at its core indicative of the sort of issues that run deep within the, the thing. There's a uh, there's a journal article that I was reading, which makes me sound like a huge tosser, sorry, everyone, called Gendered Conversation in Social Game Streaming Platforms, um, and it was done by, at Florida State. And it talks about there's these little word clouds. You know how they do word clouds? They've got engrams in female and male channels. So in male channels, the, bigger, the most ones used are points, Winner, star, battle, hoggers, frankers, monster, those sort of things. The female ones, get ready. Boobs, tit, cosplay, pussy, beautiful, marry, bitch, kitty. Those are the words that are being thrown at just female streamers as part of this study. And I think that it's sort of indicative. You can see that on display in some regard so it's not surprising to me that one of the largest gaming publishers on the planet has an issue with toxic behavior from people towards colleagues. What do you think, Joe? I'm sure I, I know it's it's coming to light now about Blizzard, Blizzard Activision, but I'm sure there's there's a lot of other game developers and other companies in the industry that are have similar similar situations to this. I just hope that they take a hard look at what's happening right now and they decide to make changes where necessary to prevent future incursions of this sort of stuff. Because I'm sure it's not exclusive to Blizzard Activision. Oh, definitely not. Uh, Part of this, there's another thing I was reading just before, um, talking about meritocracy and things like that in that, and this is, I think, is pretty endemic of, I'm going to talk about the US in particular, but the business structure in the US, that 39% of all businesses are owned by women, but they only receive 4% of venture capital funding across those four, like all essentially 40%. So I think there's this underlying issue. And I mean, I'm not saying news here. This is a this is it groundbreaking stuff, but women have a harder like time getting an equal go at things because people are fucked. And I think that 
when it comes to gaming in particular, how many, how much of the industry is dominated by companies that have a primarily male leadership dynamic and who knows how many times things like this have been brushed under the carpet for X, a number of publishers, you know, it, and so many, there are so many small publishers as well that you just, you just, it's just impossible to be like, Oh, well, well, that this is, this is fine. This isn't, you know, it's, it makes me grumpy, people. Very grumpy. And you won't like Billy when he's grumpy. Exactly. So that's shit. Total shit. And, you know, just like another top touch on it, one of the biggest disappointments really is to see the communities that are behind a lot of, I'll just hone in on Blizzard here for a second, World of Warcraft, Overwatch, StarCraft, if I remember correctly, all those have massive not only just communities but a lot of a lot of pull with the lgbtq plus community and you know by extension a massive female audience not just a male audience and Mm -hmm. not even just male and female everybody and for it to come out that the that that parent company treats women in such a regard and you know had to have crushed hundreds of thousands of people's souls to see that because you know a company with a game that they respected and loved so much you know comes out that they do that actively and higher-ups are a part of it and don't try to stop it but then we'll go about changing you know for a month of support for as we recently had uh, lgbt plus support month mm-hmm. you know they'll change their all their outward opinions like that but not do anything within the company absolutely just heartbreaking and if yeah. and so that's the shit that really needs to stop if i've heard correctly the the so at least one of the execs that presides over world of warcraft has basically come out and just is trying to completely dismiss it and push it under the rug and they've essentially been like well we we want to move on with developing world of warcraft so this is this is not <laughs> our concern what a fucking dickhead <laughs> i'm glad i don't play world of warcraft and i can see where people could be torn like if you if you've played world of warcraft for the last 20 years and you have like this whole like secondary part of your life where you just play world of warcraft you have all these friends you have all this time invested what do you do you 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 feel torn between do i just give up this thing that's become a huge part of my life or or what and i don't have that i don't have that attachment to basically any mmo or like any online game like that so i can't relate with that sentiment but I definitely have seen among friends who play World of Warcraft where they're they're torn. They don't know do they give up playing World of Warcraft, this thing they love, or do they keep going with it and just keep this this mindful perspective of what's going on? Yeah, I also think that the biggest question still to be answered is does this affect Blizzard in any meaningful way? Will it have an impact on their bottom line? Like, sure, it'll be in the headlines for a while and we'll probably get a news of a huge settlement at some point if it if it goes that way. But is it going to actually impact Blizzard? And I would be genuinely surprised if there's any meaningful change done besides a, you know, a culture change or a or sensitivity training done in the workplace. 
which is just, you know, putting a Band-Aid on the real problem. I don't think that heads are going to roll because of this. Personally, call me a cynic. But people are, people with these sort of cases time and time again have proven that nothing changes. They just slap a new coat of paint on it. And then it's like, oh, look, we're now, we're now friendly with women. And nothing actually changes. Like, it'll just be, they'll just have internal reporting lines that go nowhere so that people who report stuff feel like they're being heard, but nothing happens. So I'm going to give you a big Billy's fuck you of the week to Activision Blizzard. Go fuck yourself, you dogs. I will echo that. Go fuck yourself, Blizzard and Activision. We should have a stamp for that. Billy's fuck you of the week. And it's just like Billy giving the middle finger. Yeah. <sighs> I got really wound up then, didn't I? Shit. It's all good. It's it's a good cause to get wound up behind because fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuckers. But I think moving on, I would love to hear a quote, possibly one of positivity from the good old Jay Chili. You got anything for us this week? I do. As always, I do. Um, and I know, I know we had a wonderful quote from dear friend of the podcast def definitely friend of the beardy bunch nelson mandela last week but we're going to be talking about the mandela effect this week so i thought what better than another another wonderful quote and yes i am insinuating that we know nelson mandela um, yeah. it's a thing it's a thing you can you can write him an email and he'll confirm it i swear uh I but i have another quote <laughs> i can't do nelson mandela but i can do a sound african well, I'm going to just like, I don't think he's a friend of the show. The guy went to jail for sabotage treason and violent conspiracy. So like, he's a, he's oh, a friend. He's a friend. He's got a lot of, Jesus he's Christ. got a lot of inspirational quotes. I didn't I realize apartheid by. Andrew was a part of the stream. Jesus. He's got a lot of wonderful am I, quotes. Am I thinking he did something like way worse than he actually did? I think so. No, so he did that because, you know, they're like, you find people who are of African descent. You don't have rights anymore. Sorry, I'll do it. I'll do it in the South African oh. accent. Yeah, but yeah, you don't have any. I, you don't have any rights, bro. That's all I'm saying to you. It's no worries, no worries. You just can't live like a free person in the country anymore. Then take out my no, whatever no, no. I said because, like, <laughs> I don't want. I was thinking something totally different. Yeah, he went to he went to jail as a political prisoner. And that was because he was fighting apartheid. Okay, so then he uh, he's a friend of the podcast. <laughs> I just so here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah, but, no, no, no. This is also, what's fucked up. But they didn't. No one's ever told me that. No one's ever taught me that. All I know is Nelson Mandela went to jail. Yeah, yeah. But that I think that that's why it's important to leave stuff like this in because it. I'm not saying that you know, I'm, it's nothing wrong with you. You just didn't know. So it's important to teach people that, like, yeah, he went to jail, but it's because he was a freedom fighter. <laughs> like, if I'm, like, if I want to overthrow the government, that technically means I'm committing treason. Even if it means, even if it's like, oh, your people don't have rights. You know, you have to go to, like, and it's not, like, just segregation. It's, like, apartheid. Like, it was, it was real bad. That's why Not when, only... 
not only did he go to jail, but he died in jail, depending on what side of the Mandela effect. Yeah, that's a, that's a very good point, Jeff. Which means we didn't get to see that really touching moment at the World Cup where he came out wearing the Springbok jersey, and there was a lot of because they changed the flag in the early nineties, right? And they won the they run won the Rugby World Cup, and it was a really big deal because Nelson Mandela came out and presented the trophy wearing a Springboks jersey, which was seen at the time by a lot of, of, of African-descended South Africans as like a sign of white privilege and power, like the Springboks, which was their rugby team. And the new flag was seen by the people that came from, usually from Dutch, but, but usually, like usually the Dutch-descended South Africans saw the new flag as this big insult. So when the captain, who was like this really like fair, tall, white guy, like basically embraced Nelson Mandela at the Rugby World Cup. It didn't do a lot. It like it was just a big moment at that time to sort of heal the country, which now is also, you know, like anything, it had a tenuous grip on it. But I think that's an important thing to remember. Are we are we ready for the quote by our yes. dear friend Nelson Mandela? <laughs> I've got I've got a wonderful a wonderful a wonderful quote which if I may say he has a lot of wonderful quotes because I looked up quotes by him and like ninety percent of them are really solid but I thought this was a good one I thought this was a good one and it goes it always seems impossible until it's done short sweet and to the point that's that's my boy whoa my boy, Nelson Mandela that is your boy my boy Nelson was real cool. Now, obviously, you touched on our theme of the week, Joe, which is the Mandela effect, which is this was only introduced to me, I think, maybe like six years ago. The thought that something could exist that that I would remember, and, but never existed. So it's named the Mandela effect because, as Joe insinuated, a large group of people remember Nelson Mandela dying in prison and not dying in 2013 when he actually died. And that is an intriguing theory and thought process because there are so many weird and wonderful examples of the Mandela effect that you sort of, you're not losing track, but there's just so many weird things. Like, for example, one of my favorite weird ones is, and we mentioned this last week, Sinbad playing a jink. This is one that I personally remember being like, I've seen the poster. I'm looking at the poster in my brain right now. It was on the side of a bus. And it was just after Jingle All The Way came out. So we all knew who Sinbad was. And apparently he was playing a genie in a movie. But that movie never existed. Do you guys how, have how any... How was the movie? Did you see I it? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Oh, oh, so much oh. so that when I found out, I found out about the Mandela effect because... I was talking about movies we should watch. I was like, let's track down that Sinbad Genie movie because I bet it would be terrible. And sure enough, it doesn't exist. So it's really interesting that you say that you weren't aware of the Mandela effect until about six years ago. Because So I did I did a little research leading up yeah. to this episode because I always find stuff like this really fascinating, like conspiracy theories and all, all that kind of jam. Apparently, the the Mandela effect became more pronounced in like people making claims of Mandela effect type things, um, 
differing in their in their perspective right around the year 2012. Oh. Uh, and there's a leading theory, and this is all conspiracy. There's a, there's a theory that the world ended in 2012 as it was supposed to, and we're all living in a simulation, and they got it wrong. They got the simulation wrong. The simulation wrong? Yep, they got it wrong. Uh, that's in interesting. The I, I thought that the theory, well, there's multiple there's theories, tons of theories, I'm sure. Uh, the theory I heard was that the world ended in 2012, but we're in the timeline that it didn't like it's a timeline split. Cause I thought that was, that's where the Mandela effect kind of like was theorized from is it's all timeline splits. Yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, that's interesting about the simulation thing. That That's one thing that doesn't scare me, but it's one of those things that when you, I think about it too much, I start to go into a bit of a spiral of, not conspiracy theories, but sort of like I, I was watching a documentary once and they said, if there's 99%, if there's 1% chance we're living in a simulation, it probably means we are. Or a simulation in a simulation in a simulation. And when we started stacking simulations, I was like, oh my <laughs> God, this can't stack more. To me. Stack more simulations. I want, I want all of them. No! Feed them to me. Yeah. Well, I mean, not to get real <laughs> deep into like a theory of some yeah. kind, but I mean, that, that that just makes me think of the theory that um, I, I don't know the name of this theory, um, but it's always fascinated me. So, you know how obviously we're made up of cells and within our cells, there's atoms and then there's still microscopic things, even smaller than atoms. So I, I've heard this theory and kind of workshopped it on my own before. Like, what if Earth is a cell? And the other planets are cells. In the universe, the blackness is just the distance between other cells that are inside of one bigger cell. It's just a constantly growing life form. So, like, we're just a cell to something way out there sort of situation. I don't know what that's called, but I've heard it before. I didn't need to have my fucking mind blown today. Thanks, Dan. Jesus. <laughs> Had you never heard that one? No, I don't want to think about it either. I don't want to be thinking there was some sort of tick on the back of the universe's dog and that dog could be on the back of a flea on a universe's cat to that universe's exactly. dog to this is fucked up now it's like now nothing well, i do matters isn't nothing that the, I do like, matters. the whole theory of like it's turtles all the way down like we're just one world <laughs> on the back of another reality yeah, on the back yeah. of another reality all the way down yeah yeah in the hole in the bottom of the sea <laughs> but if i if i may if i may blow your mind some more billy yeah so this theory that i found the one that claims we're in a simulation they used a very specific example yeah and that example is the statue of liberty which is located on liberty island yeah apparently there's one of the mandela effects that a lot of people claim to have is that the statue of liberty was on ellis island and okay. apparently there's there's videos and photographs of people taking pictures on Ellis Island. And now those pictures depict them taking pictures of themselves in front of nothing. Because they were pictures of them in front of the Statue of Liberty and now they're just awkwardly standing in the middle of nowhere taking pictures of themselves. Uh, that was one of the examples they gave as being part of the glitch in the simulation. Fuck. Mm -hmm. No, I don't like this. <laughs> I, I'm enjoying this. This is this is a lot of fun. 
We should just do a reality breaking conspiracy theory podcasts from now on, just so we can we could watch the panic in Billy's eyes. I yeah, I'm obsessed with theories like this. So well. <laughs> I I live my life in terms of like I'm an existentialist, so I believe that we make our own meaning and things. So to think that we live life in a way that is not doesn't allow us to find meaning because we're being controlled or we're in some little fuckhead's computer simulation and I'm a sim that he just is obviously fucking with his entire life. Um uh I don't like that. That makes me that 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 challenges my worldview and I don't like that. Do you know I also hate I also hate that Hannibal Lecter never said hello Clarice. <laughs> That's what I hate. Uh hey Joe. Hey Andrew. Spell Oscar Meyer for me. I, I know I know the it's M A Y. It's M A Y. Isn't that that's fucked up, I, right? I don't have that one. I don't You you've always I've known always, it as M A Y E R? Yeah. I've always thought the, of it as M E Y E R. the song. What song? The, the Oscar Meyer song. I've never heard yeah, the Oscar. Yeah, there's Meyer an Oscar song. Meyer song where they like sing Oscar Meyer. Hmm. Maybe that's my Mandela effect. The Oscar Whoa. Meyer song. Does anybody? I mean, question of the week. Does anybody remember the Oscar <laughs> Meyer song? Sub question of the week. Yeah, I remember them singing in The Simpsons. See when when the guy from The Critic came out, like the other TV show. I forget what it was, but it was The Critic. But I forget his name. And he was on an episode of The Simpsons. And they sang the Oscar Meyer Wiener song. I mean, to be fair, I don't know if this is necessarily the Mandela effect for me more than I just have not heard the Oscar Meyer song. Yeah, yeah almost so. <laughs> uh, one that kind of got me um, was the Febreze one. I don't know. Is Febreze a worldwide air freshener? Nah. All right. But so there's this. I would have assumed that with, if you had Febreze, you'd spell it fucking right. Right. With two E's, but it's not spelled with two E's. And I have cans of it in my house. I've never noticed. <laughs> yeah, but like, I guess you don't notice those things. Like, I don't think I, I, like half of these, like, I'm surprised. I'm genuinely surprised some of these are even things. Like, some of the examples I've found seem a bit like, no, it's just like a memory lapse, you know? Mm. Like, like fruit of the loom not having a cornucopia behind it i remember the cornucopia i do too though that's the thing i do remember the cornucopia i remember it on the tag of my underwear as a child (laughs) yeah same there was a cornucopia on the tag but are we sure that there wasn't a a cornucopia and then it's just been changed well that's that's what i think like if if it's not there anymore then they just changed it yeah but Uh, like Maybe they just people say there was never a cornucopia. Maybe they buried it. I'm looking up sketchers being spelled with a T. That one kind of fucked with me. See, like here's all of them throughout the years, and there was never a cornucopia. There were two. There were two that popped up for me. One gets mentioned in our viewer answers, so I won't bring it up because I'll talk about it again there. But someone talked about there's a King Henry the Eighth painting. And people think he was holding a turkey leg in it. And I have never, ever heard that one. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that painting, so. 
I did have that come up in my in my research, but I didn't recognize yeah. the painting well enough to to make a a valid assessment on my memory of it. Yeah, you know, one that I do remember as well as Kit Kat having a hyphen. Doesn't okay. have a hyphen. Um, like it apparently never has. But I always thought there was one between Kit and Cat. Yeah. I there's one here about like we are the champions. But like there are definite moments where Freddie Mercury is sung of the world. It's at the end of the yeah. song. Like this isn't a Mandela effect. The actual song has it at the end of the song. Yeah, he doesn't sing it after, like, he definitely sang it. And if he didn't, he sang it at the live version, in live performances. Isn't that the argument, though, is it's not there? Like, if you look up videos of it, it's not there? Yeah, but it's definitely there. Because, like, I've heard him sing it. Like, I know he's sung it. (laughs) Billy's having a, a Mandela effect crisis right now. I kind of am too, though, because I just jumped to the end of the song and I was waiting for it. And this is a live recording song, and he just—he didn't do it. I'm not familiar with the song, so I know. What Joe, the are song... you about to tell us that? I... Are you about to tell us you don't know who Queen is either? Who's Queen? Queen who? Yeah, look at that fucking shit-eating grid Joe's got at the face. <laughs> Episode forty. <laughs> find out if I know who Queen is. <laughs> Eat a dick, Joe. <laughs> Episode forty. I love every ten episodes. We're going to find out which classic rock or dad pop uh, songs and dance Joe knows. What are we going to do for Spoiler, episode it's twenty? None of them. Joe, do you know who Abba is? Out of Abba. Do you mean our dear friend Abba Kadabra? I don't oh, mean our geez. dear friend Abba Kadabra. I'm talking about the wonderful <laughs> Swedish pop slash disco act that performs songs such as Waterloo and Fernando. And gimme, gimme, gimme. Mamma mia. Gimme, gimme, gimme. They're working on new music. I know, it's fucking great. I'm so excited. I can't wait. Isn't isn't Mamma Mia the musical? Don't even, don't even start <laughs> that. It's based on fucking Apple songs and you know it. I, I don't because I've never seen it. I've just heard of it. I reckon Joe's a big Mamma Mia fan. I know Joe's a big Mamma Mia fan. I can see it in his eyes. He's just like, he loves hearing Pierce Brosnan. Go, the winner takes it all. <laughs> like that. It's that hard to listen to. Listeners, I wish I knew what they were talking about, but uh... <laughs> episode 50, do I know what Mamma Me is? Other than a musical that's about um, moms finding love in the life after mm. their children have left the nest. For someone that thinks Mia play into this? Mamma Mia, Papa Pia, baby's got the diarrhea as much as you, <laughs> I'd assume you know a thing or two about Mamma Mia. Yeah, well, I know about that nursery rhyme, Brian. And the sequel, Papa Pia. I can't wait for the third film, Baby's Got the Diarrhea. <laughs> I always thought it was Daddy's Got the Diarrhea. That's what we used to always sing on the, like, on the playground. It was Mamma Mia, Papa Pia, Daddy's Got the Diarrhea. Yeah. She poisoned him, Joe. You poisoned him. That's why. Made him- Gave him delicious carrots. Yeah. <laughs> they were delicious. Carrots. What? Carrots? <laughs> what is, what is happening? 
<laughs> They're really good for your eyes. <laughs> I was just I looking never... out for his eyes. I, I didn't know he was going to get diarrhea. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Just looking, just looking out for his eye health. What about Smokey the Bear? Huh? You mean Smokey Bear? Yeah, Smokey Bear. Smokey Bear. I always thought he was Smokey the Bear. Yeah. Well, we didn't have him much because we don't. We have bushfires, and we just know don't burn shit. Don't. But Smokey don't fucking do that. Yeah. <laughs> We had Mori the mole, and he was a—he's a mind subsidence guy that would wander around. And if you see a hole, don't think you're a mole. Run in the opposite direction and report your detection. And that's sure it was that Mori was the little... mole and not Mori mole. Uh, <laughs> the, the blank face you just got. <laughs> Are you going to Google it? Yeah, First name Mori, last name Mole. I answer. <laughs> Mr. Mole. He was smiling until Joe finished that sentence and then just complete stone face. He just face. crumbled in on himself. It, yeah. It was kind of I amazing. Hope... Oh my god, it's both Mori the Mole and Mori Mole. Oh, there's a weird fucking possum here. <laughs> I hate this. I Leave hate out this. Penny Possum, alright? We're, we're on Mori Mole right now. I think I Mori like used crumbled. to be Mori Mole and now Mori is... <laughs> And now Mori is Mori the Mole. Maybe that was because of the Mandela effect. Maybe. Maybe they're like, of a oh, glitch in the timeline. Matrix. A glitch in the timeline. Yeah. Oh my god, that's Mori the Mole. That's Mori the Mole. Oh, yes! And then, I, I, I don't want to hijack this and talk about Australia. Uh, not even Australian. Newcastle-specific mascots. But we have Listen, a thing dude, called, we, we have a channel and it's a regional TV channel, sort of, it's a regional version of our big channel, and like one of our bigger free-to-air channels. And there's, uh, there's a dog called Big Dog and he goes to bed every night at 7.30. So it's like, go to bed, everybody, boys and girls, Big Dog's going to bed, time for you to go to bed. And then Big Dog would lay there and then drape his hand, arm over his face because he couldn't close his eyes. And then it would be like, and that's that would be time to go home. And go to bed. And it's just like, that dog, that big dog's fucking haunting to look at. It looks like he's dying. And and when he's being tucked in at night, it's like someone's just like, if you live till tomorrow, big dog, it'll be a blessing. It looks to me like he just got done telling that woman that he is her husband. <laughs> tuck, like... tuck me in love, I'm your fucking husband. You have no choice. I'm your fucking husband now. Like <laughs> now we're talking. There's something kind of haunting because I mentioned I was listening to lo-fi jazz <gasps> earlier. Yes. These like existential conversations with like a smooth backtracking trumpet is kind of scary. Like yeah. I've gone from relaxing lo-fi to like borderline indie horror. Yeah, like you're feeling you're feeling yourself <laughs> slip a little bit. Like you're like yeah, this is I'm it. slipping into a different timeline right now. Oh no, we're going to get a Mandela effect with Dad! Billy Billy Chili and Joe Rids. I really want to see Big Joey Dog, Rids. but every time oh. I type in Big Dog, I just get pictures of Big Dogs. I mean... I'll, type, I'll show you. Type in Big Dog NBN. Big Dog NBN. Oh my god. Yeah. That's horrifying. 
Yeah, look at him. Doesn't he look great? Oof. He's the star Oof. of stage and screen. That looks like it could be a Five Nights at Freddy's character. It's close. He's close. He just doesn't eat you. He marries your mom. Yeah. I'm your <laughs> fucking mum now, mate. It's me, fucking big dog. <laughs> You're going to bed at 7.30 when I do. You're sleeping in here with me and your mum. <laughs> These are the rules now. They get in between us. That's okay. I'd be okay with Big Dog as my dad. I'm I'm sure. Like he's very he looks very dedicated. Perhaps yeah. too dedicated. Do I mean nothing to you, Joe? <laughs> I'm sorry, Dad, but Big Dog has come between us. Big Dog is my real dad now. <laughs> G'day, it's Big Dog. I'm Joe's real dad. <laughs> Rough. Hey, Big Dog. He's just lurking behind me. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, standing there. Sorry, sorry, guys. Big Dog says I can't do the podcast anymore. That's right. <laughs> you can't. No, he doesn't say anything. He just stands there disapprovingly. <laughs> he, just he just lurks there like disapprovingly. <laughs> staring staring at the both of you with his, his dead vacant eyes. He's beautiful. Beautiful big dog. Beautiful. And I'm I'm clearly very uncomfortable as I'm as I'm telling you. And I'm like, guys, guys, I'm 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 so sorry. I can't I can't do the podcast anymore. Big big dog says it's not okay. He He's says just I got have his to arms go to bed. He shakes his head. Just... <laughs> You're all scared, and we're just like, okay. I'd be, I'd be so upset. I'd be like, John. Of course I would be, too. We need to you kick... just can't show big dog fear. That's true. They can't smell <laughs> your fear. That face, that face is hearing fear as well. <laughs> oh, big dog. What a legend. What a fucking legend. Of Australian television. Hey, so back on Mandela effects, just a little bit. Um, I'm gonna actually bring one up that's like okay, a, a stretch. This is like someone someone must have just made this up and gone like, yeah, all right, someone will believe Love this dance. Mandela. Effect. Yeah, it's the fly you fools line from uh, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. They claim people think it's run you fools. Nah, dog. Yeah, no, it was never run you fools. Even when I was like a wee babby, yeah. When but they, when Fellowship of the Ring first came out, I I was quoting "Fly you fools" to my friends, and they're like, "What does fly mean?" Makes run away. Yeah, that well, that's where that theory comes from that he was telling them to to take the eagles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was telling. Side note: Did we almost meet Grandma Chili just now? No. Is that is that not who I saw in the corner of your camera? No. You can keep trying though. We <laughs> want to meet Grandma <laughs> Chili. What if she's I, not I even real? What happens if you have? Well, ghosts? so that's that's no, my theory that you've house, been bro. lying about. Like 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 Grandma Chili just isn't there, or like died, and it's like one of those situations where you're like leaving them there anyway. No. Like, my grandma's. What it confession. is? It's yeah. actually Big Dog. Oh, oh okay. no! Do you know what it is? Do you know what it is? Joe dresses up as his grandma and goes full Norman Bates. 
<laughs> and it's like he goes picks up packages and he's like, oh, hello, Sonny Jim, but he doesn't shave his beard. So it's oh, just no, there. On to me. It's, just, it's just like, oh, hello, it's me. Oh. Joe really is going to restart and become Jay Chili with three Y's. We figured out that he has two jokes. We have to relocate now, now. Now we figured out that he, he is very much really. Uh, the one that blew my mind was that Mirror Mirror on the Wall never happened. That spins me out. That in Snow White, she never says Mirror Mirror on the Wall. Yeah, it was Magic Mirror on the Wall. Yeah. Always I, and forever. That one didn't really spin me out so much because I think I I thought it was Mirror Mirror on the Wall. Like everyone said it like that. But then I rewatched the movie and I heard Magic Mirror on the Wall. And then I was the voice of reason. With I was like, no, nah, she says Magic Mirror. But surely Mirror. it spun you out when you learned that you've been hearing it wrong that whole time. I don't think it did because I learned it in the process of just rewatching the movie. So, I, so in that moment, I was like, oh, I guess I've just Fair. been wrong. I, I just haven't watched... Snow and the Seven Dwarves since I was ten. So eight dwarves. There's Wait, eight. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. There's only six of them. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Well, I'd love if Joe was just the personality and model for one of the future dwarves. I want to be the model for all the dwarves. I want you to just all be me. <laughs> this is, hello. This is Agent of Chaos. He's the eighth dwarf that won't make the cut. How do you how do you make chaos but end with a Y? Chaosy, <laughs> chaosy. Because there's there's sleepy, grumpy, chaosy, mayhemy, <laughs> mad madnessy, <laughs> madnessy. Wait, he's crazy. He's the I only guess. one that breaks the norm because that would be chaotic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so yeah. the eighth dwarf is just chaotic. Yeah. He's just over he's just in chaos. the corner. He gets no screen time no, because his name like, yeah, just, just, just a sleepy, grumpy. Oh no, that's grumpy. chaos over it's there. Just Joe. Yeah, you've got dopey, sleepy, grumpy Joe. And then they're like, <laughs> and then Doc's like, yeah, I'm Doc. And then Joe's like, you're stealing my thing. <laughs> sure, they could have called Doc Smarty. Let's be honest. They absolutely could have. Fucking Disney. So yeah, what a journey we've been on. I don't think Disney named, weren't the dwarves named in the, the Grimm's fairy tale? No, it was Disney, oh, 100%. Okay. I'm not going to look it up. It was definitely Disney. <laughs> Let me have a look. <laughs> We're looking it up. I'm... They're looking it up. We're a team. We're looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> That's better. Yeah, they don't. I don't think they have a name. Let me have a look. Let me have a look. I bet they look real spooky in the original. We're gonna find out their names were like Ted, Jimothy, Oscar. They chose the names from a pool of about fifty potentials: Jumpy, Deffy, Dizzy, Hickey, Wheezy, Baldy, Gabby, Nifty, Sniffy, Swift, Lazy, Puffy, Stuffy, Tubby, Short, Burpy. Oh, I wish Short and Swift didn't fit into that name naming scheme at all. I want Burpee. Burpee would have been good. Burpee's my favorite. What about Puffy? He's just had a little bit too much water. So he's just been a little <laughs> puffy. Too much bread. A little bit too much gluten for old Puffy. <laughs> he's they just he's had a bit too much vitamins. 
<laughs> Puffy's had some a few too many vitamins today, guys. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They they didn't have names. From what I could see. So I was right. <laughs> God, I just looked over at Discord on my other screen and Big Dog's still right there staring at my soul. <laughs> It's so scary. <laughs> oh, oh, I love him. He's so amazing. I want someone to make a like a Five Nights at Freddy's fan game where it has Big Dog. <laughs> yes, please. That would be amazing. Oh, in Grimm's classic fairy tale classics. Nah, nah. That's just a, a TV show. It's a jam it's an anime. But they're named for each day of the week. Oh, the seven dwarves yeah. are named for each day of the week. That makes sense. Yeah. Well, there you go, guys. I think I would be Sunday. I think I would be Thursday. People have high hopes for me, but then they're just dramatically <laughs> underwhelmed. <laughs> what would I be? Well, Sunday's like that day of the weekend where it's like panic sets in. That's why I think I would be Sunday. <laughs> so it's like, oh shit. I think Billy. What happened to my weekend? Billy would be a nice Friday, you know? Yeah. TGI Fridays. Yeah. People are grateful for Billy being there, but it's still there's shit. There's also that, that slow echo of Monday is only two days away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Monday is Sean because Sean's not here to defend himself. That's exactly. And we Poor can all Sean. go. I'll defend Sean. I think Sean is Tuesday. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. The yeah. Monday of Wednesday. Yeah. yeah. What all, what I think we do need to know, we need to know who Monday is so we can go, ugh, Mondays. Like we're all Garfields. In Garfield lore, who do you think each of us are? If it had to be like, <laughs> Cantus from Garfield. Who are we? I think I'm Odie. <laughs> I yeah, actually I totally believe I, that. I agree. <laughs> that is 100%. <laughs> okay. John, I reckon Dad's long-suffering dealing with the two of us would make him John, and I'd be John Garfield. You're Garfield. I'd just be like, Monday. I, I was gonna say that I'm either John or what was the doctor's name? Was it his name Garbanzo Bean or something, <laughs> was like... something like that? <laughs> Garbanzo Bean, lasagna. I love lasagna. It's me, Garfield. <laughs> Whoa, okay. I just pulled up a list of Garfield characters, because why not? Garfield's mother is something out of a horror film. Ooh. I'm gonna send a photo. Nice. Uh I'm excited. And I'll even I'll even like send it to Sean if he wants to like have us link it to our episode details for some reason but I don't know Garfield mother Ooh. <laughs> what do you mean something of a nightmare Look I think that she's real attractive uh, she's like a giraffe cat yeah. and she's got the, I mean the face it's the face what? it just tells me like she Look just ate a baby and has neck. no regret what's wrong with that face all I know is that uh, all I know is that deep throat ain't a thing in the past with a neck that long <laughs> Guys, Joe and Billy are trying to make me seem like the crazy one. Don't fall for it. I think it. she's sexy. Yeah, me too. 
I'm into it. Yeah, me look at that face. She's really she's got a real easy going nature. I reckon she'd love to hang out. I'd want to come home every day to that face. Yeah. Yeah. And then come to that face. Yeah, that's exactly right. Just just buckets. Buckets of cum. <laughs> just so many. And then and then we're we can all be happy. Shall we shall we move this this little adventure along into what some of our viewers thought about <laughs> the Mandela effect? Oh, that's right. We were talking about the Mandela effect. We were. We were. No, we're I talking that about was a thing. fucking Garfield's mom. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to fuck Garfield's mom? <laughs> the answer is dad. Mm, yeah, obviously. And that is a crime worse than but I can't treason. It's a crime higher than treason, not wanting to fuck Garfield's mom. Then send me to jail or the gallows. Cause I'm not gonna fuck Garfield's mom. Well, of course you're not. She's a cartoon Arbuckle. character. Of course you're not and gonna do you it. You guys made me the human in the cartoon. I'm not having sex with a cat. In any shape, form, or fashion. Well, I'm offended. <laughs> you are lost. Fair. That's fair. Should we read some some wonderful answers to our our podcast question? I've alternated colors, Joe. If you'd like to be gray, oh, I would love. To I can be, be gray. green or orange, depending on how many times you want to read, Billy. I'm easy. I would, I would love to be gray. Go for it. So our, our first response to our question of the week comes from our good friend Sleepy, who says, Monopoly Man didn't have a monocle. Curious George didn't have a tail. Pikachu's tail having a black end. I also could have sworn the chimney of SpongeBob's house came out the side, the left side. When looking at it from the front, it comes out the right side. Ooh. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't have enough knowledge of spongebob i was very old when spongebob came yeah out. can i uh i'm just gonna be honest with you guys as the oldest member of the beauty bunch as the veteran of the group like spongebob's exhausting as an older man like i think i'm i don't know how old i was when spongebob came out but it came out and it is an energy vampire of a TV show. It sucks the joy from my life. It's just screaming and loud noises. That's all SpongeBob is. And don't at me, motherfuckers. You're not going to change my mind. I mean, that's all I am, too. Yeah, like, like honestly. Screaming wait, and loud not... noises. That sounds no, like Jay Chili. No, it's quite different. Like, the, the only character that I could stomach was Squidward. And that's because Squidward had the same attitude towards SpongeBob as I did. I would have murdered SpongeBob if I lived anywhere near him. I would have torn him into pieces. <laughs> all right. What what character do we think we would all be if we were in SpongeBob? Well, I'm Squidward. Because he hates SpongeBob. Can we be the same characters? Is what I'm curious. I can the dad to be a good Mr. Krabs. Oh, you know, I was gonna <laughs> say that and I was like, I don't wanna I don't wanna <laughs> offend him. I don't know if I'd be offended. I don't think go out there. I'd be Patrick. 
Patrick. I'm just yeah, I'm yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, I could give Joe Patrick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and because Sean is again not here to defend himself, Sean is Sandy Cheeks. I was oh, going to say the Sean. same thing. Oh my god, yeah, that's really, really sweet. I liked Sandy, so Sandy's cool. Yeah, Sandy's cool. Yeah. Sandy's real cool. <laughs> not right? not I, quite I... as cool as Garfield's mom, but you know. no, Garfield's mom's so <laughs> yeah. fucking hot. Uh, uh, oh, oh, baby, Mrs. Garfield. Just to just to force this train along <laughs> the tracks. <laughs> our, our next answer comes from the lovely Runa, who has said, "Berenstein Bears, my childhood is a lie." And of course, as you all know, Berenstein Bears is spelled Stain, not Stein. Yeah, Stein. You mean Steen? Yeah. Either or. And tomato, tomato. I wouldn't mind. Regardless, it's spelled with an A, not an E. I always thought it was an E. I really did. I was part of that. I was part of that group. Me too. Yeah. The Berenstain Bears. I mean, I, I, I can barely remember them. But you know, there is something I'd like to do. And that is leave a bear stain on Garfield's mom, if you know what I mean. <laughs> well, thank you, everybody, for joining us for this week's Beardy Bunch podcast hey, episode. Got, unfortunately, it's also, unfortunately, it's also the last episode. <laughs> yeah, because we're starting the Garfield mom cast next week. Get fucked, yeah. Rick. We're going to do, do a deep dive yeah. on Garfield's mom. Deep Garfield's mom. I'm, I'm gonna start to my own blackjack. I mean <laughs> podcast with blackjack and hooker. Uh, so our next answer, our next answer comes from Ratzel, who says Darth Vader saying, "Luke, I am your father," when he actually says, "No, I am your father," like that. I just what a good James Earl Jones impression. I distinctly do remember him saying, "Luke, I am your father." And I watched that movie hundreds of times. I do not. I only because I've watched it multiple times, I think, as an adult. But when I was a kid and you heard everyone say, Luke, I am your father, I, I could hear it in his voice. Because it, I, I, maybe because it's such a distinctive voice and it seems like such an iconic line and it was parodied so much in the media we'd watch that I think getting the line wrong sort of just became part of your memory. And then once you watch it as an adult, when you watch it as an adult, much like dad's mirror, mirror on the wall thing, it just sort of like, Oh no, he didn't say that. So yeah, that, that sort of, that got me to thank you so much, Ratzel. So that takes us down to the next one for you, Jay Schiller. So we have a, another response from our, our dear friend, Starborn Striker, who stated, I don't know if this counts because I don't know how widespread it is, but I once read a series of complicated and frankly insane forum posts someone put together about how New Zealand was on the wrong side of Australia. They claimed it was because of some kind of al- alternate dimension fracture of some kind, but a bunch of other people also seemed to think it was in the wrong spot though I assume due to the fact that they never knew where it actually was to start with. Would you like to comment on that, Billy? Do you, are you aware of any type of conspiracy theory regarding New Zealand? Since you're the closest well, one to the scene of the crime. As somebody that, you know, lives closer to New Zealand than I'd like, 
I wish it was on the other side of the country. Send those fucking bastards into the Indian Sea. But instead, wow. no, we have a we have a Tasman Sea that we share with New Zealand. And what if you found much, out that Garfield's mom was from New Zealand? Would that change your mind? Well, then give me some jandals and a trolley bin because I'm heading across the Tasman to have sex with Garfield's mum. <laughs> oh my god! Um, so. The one thing about New Zealand that always gets me is there are a whole bunch of maps that just don't have New Zealand on it. And that's my favorite thing as an Australian. Just as like, fuck you, New Zealand. You don't even get on this map. Like, fuck you guys. I got to be honest. I had no idea where New Zealand was. So I I definitely (laughs) can't support this one. (laughs) Wait, really? Come on, Joe. Oh, make, if I ever in play episode that, 45 we'll find out if Joe really knew where New Zealand if I ever play that game where it's like like where you have to like locate the countries like there's like that flash game that you can play yeah. if I ever play that I'm going to make a real fool out of myself oh man I, you got to do it on stream now yeah I had that I played that flash game where you have to place all 50 states 100% baby 100% I think I'd be okay with that even I wouldn't 100% that I think I'd be okay with that yeah, no, I, I would. I'd I would say fuck up. I'd say forty-five percent, Kansas. Forty-five percent. Yeah, or that's 40, okay. forty-five out of fifty. Forty-five <laughs> out of fifty. That's, that's twenty-four countries. That is like twenty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, forty-five percent. Okay. Yeah. How would you do on the continents placement one? Oh, piss uh, I'd be okay with that. I wouldn't. I'd fuck up. But- but that's I'm joking. I'm 100 percent joking. But there's so only 15 continents. There's, there's there's nine. There's there's f- fifteen. Uh oh. <laughs> Joe's doing that thing again. <laughs> He's usually got a great <laughs> poker face, but lately we've been we've been kind of like getting to him. Cotton- he starts to laugh yeah, with us. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> continents are fun. Now European countries. Now that'd be a fun one. I reckon I'd do oh, pretty good cool European I've, countries as well. I've done that one. I got like a twenty-three percent. See, I will say that one thing being a football fan has given me, and that's the real football, not what you North Americans call football. Our football's stupid, anyways. It's American football, as it should be called, and I like American football. I like, uh, to be honest, I like a lot of sports. I like all kinds of sports. It's sort of in our DNA in this country a little bit to like sport. Um, I just like hacky. 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 Hacky Blood bounces on the ice. That's the one sport that isn't like bred into me because it's so hot over here. We didn't, we've only really started to see a recent group of hockey pop up. But anyway, anyway, one of the benefits of liking football is I can usually identify most countries' flags and where they are in the world just based on liking football and absorbing that over the years. That's pretty impressive. I couldn't. I got a head for that kind of knowledge, though. Like, like I was like, oh, that's Dominic Purcell from Prison Break in a movie I was watching earlier today. And then I was like, <laughs> I haven't watched Prison Break, nor <laughs> do I care who Dominic Purcell is, but I know who he is. I'm so different from you. I look at it and I go... I think I know that actor. Were they in this movie? They were not. <laughs> were they in this movie? They were not. Yeah, I, I was talking to a friend and she was talking about it. We both had this weird thing that we could look at someone 
in like who will walk past and hand a document off and you'll be like oh that's the girl that played the typist in like episode 35 of Mad Men <laughs> oh my god and it just pops into your brain that's the key grip from Scrubs <laughs> yeah I know that grip I've seen their name before <laughs> a grip is an electrician by the way just letting Oh. My sister's fiance is a key grip. Hey. On a lot of shows like uh Chicago Fire when that first came out and nice. Um, recently recently some some Facebook and HBO like exclusive ones as well. Cool. That's awesome. Dad, what's the next answer we have? The next answer, rather short, comes from Ziblitha. Zeblitha? Zeblitha. 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 Zebby Bay. The next answer. <laughs> the next answer comes from Zeblitha, who says, in short terms, the Pikachu Mandela effect photo, which is referencing back to the Pikachu's tail had a black edge to it. Yeah. Um, a- I actually was a part of that. I thought Pikachu did have a black edge to it. And I did. Is that not a. I remember drawing a lot of pictures of Pikachu, like not good pictures of Pikachu. But when I was a child, I remember draw, try attempting to draw pictures of Pikachu, and I never put a black spot on its tail. I never remember doing the black spot, but I always I maybe I put a, the brown. I thought his brown spot was on the tip of his tail, not like the weird like shit wipe he's got at the base of his tail, as it currently stands. No, that's his flavor saver. <laughs> gross he's collecting dags on his flavor saver yeah that's where he keeps the flavor Mm, it seals it in loves a good dingleberry Mm -hmm. our next answer is from a friend of the show keen mima rednut who says the beristain beristain bears or sinbad is a genie movie with the main two for me the former was much more impactful isn't this a word too? <laughs> For me to think that it's probably when I discovered the Mandela effect. So the Berestein, Berestein bears was his most important. But Sinbad was mine. So maybe maybe we're on the same wavelength, you know? Like same wavelength. So, You're great, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> Next up we have Trixie B93. Well, that rhymes. I never realized that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that, that just really Haven't got you me. ever read it aloud? <laughs> no, I'm always just like, "Hey, Trixie, how you doing?" <laughs> hey, oh, Trixie B, nice. <laughs> how you doing, Trixie? <laughs> oh, back on track. Trixie says, "Fruit Loops versus Fruit Loops," which spelled F R U I T versus F R O O T. It's always been in my top three favorite cereals since I was a wee tyke. And I swear it used to be Fruit Loops, F R O O T L O O P S. It's actually fruit, like how fruit is actually spelled. Surely not. Surely the uh, surely fruit was there at some point. I don't think so. Fuck! What's wrong with me? Why is this happening? My entire world is destroyed. You're from the other reality. Probably. That's what it is. I. Th- reality where garfield's mom is real well she is real isn't you 
I'm going to see oh, it yeah. soon. Yeah. In New Zealand. No, no, no. It's the other way around. Yeah, it's it, fruit. It's, fruit. It's the two O's. Yeah, fruit with two O's is how they spell it. The U, F R U I T is the Mandela. I swear I was going fucking mad thanks to you, yeah, Joe. Yeah, I was I like, wait a minute. I just read nuts. I mean, even looking at like someone edited it to be F R U I T. Looks um, wrong, right? It doesn't look right. Yeah, it looks doctored because i mean it is but yeah okay also, it was, it was fun to see the panic on billy's face though and he thought it was we both panicked you I said know. both of us oh, know. That's <laughs> fantastic. you made us both google it the, uh, sean's gonna have to edit out keyboard clacking <laughs> yeah i was we were like it was worth also, it sean don't worry also let me just say this toucan sam what a fuck with don't like that little bird He's not Garfield's mom. All right, here's another one for you. If we were all serial mascots, (laughs) yeah, yeah, okay, this is a good one. This is a good one. This is a good one. Uh, I can. Can I be the coyote from the from the cookie? Oh, uh, cereal crisp. Yeah, cookie crisp. That coyote or whatever. I reckon I'm. I reckon I'm Tony the Tiger. (laughs) (laughs) I can see. He's always like, I'm great. When you can tell, Tony the Tiger is not great. Tony the Tiger is having a rough time. (laughs) I I feel like who is who is the the captain Captain Crunch? Oh, Captain Captain Crunch. Crunch. I can see that. Jay Chili is Captain Crunch. (laughs) I could also see you as the cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bird. Hmm. Oh, I, pr- I approve. I reckon Joe would be the Cocoa Pups monkey. Do you guys? Was there a Cocoa Pups <gasps> monkey over here? We have a Cocoa Pups monkey. If you go Cocoa Pops and monkey, he's there, and it's just like a chocolate milkshake, only crunchy. Oh, Cocoa Pops! Yeah. Wait, what are Cocoa Pops? Ours are called Puffs. We got Cocoa Pops. It's a, it must be Australian. Oh, it must be. This is amazing. Peace. This is. Ju- it looks like chocolate uh rice krispies yeah they are they are they're rice krispies yeah. they're, they're basically rice bubbles that are coated in chocolate oh yeah. we just got cocoa krispies yeah these guys are so why good. aren't all three of us just the, the snap crackle pop? just the rice krispies <laughs> yeah snap crackle pop. <laughs> over here over here they're called rice bubbles that's something for interesting. you interesting this has been a very educational episode of the beauty bunch yeah. Damn, what a, what an education. How come no one's the rooster so on the side of cornflakes? That's so I was gonna say, I was like, maybe it's because I'm thinking of foghorn leghorn, but I was gonna associate Joe with the rooster. <laughs> <laughs> oh whoa, he used to have like a properly pro- his name's Cornelius. The, the, the oh, the I wish I was making this up. His name was I, Cornelius. Cornelius Cornflakes. Holy shit. I also remember him being more detailed than this. I, I, I've i never seen him more detailed. Over here, at least as far as I can remember, he's always just been that sort of like real simple drawing on the box. Yeah. I've never actually Maybe seen I'm... him man, like look like an actual character. What does Cornflakes look like now? Maybe I'm just having an existential crisis. I must have just completely forgotten what cornflakes boxes looked like because this is not what I remember. I remember a yellow box. No, nah, they've always been white over here. Uh, and and they're yeah. not called Tony the Tiger doesn't do frosty flakes over there. Frosted flakes, he does frosties. They're called frosties over here. 
I've heard of that. I've yeah. heard that one that he's Frosties. The uh, kind of prefer that. The Tony the Tiger Twitter is a really interesting place to visit in yeah. the time. Let's you'll, be you'll honest. find some real good material <laughs> on the- <laughs> One of my, I, I'm probably Chester the Cheetah if we're opening it up to all types of things because Chester the Cheetah thinks he's real fucking cool. He is not very cool. But I only think, I only associate those two together when the furry community tried to make Tony the Tiger as its mascot and then Tony the Tiger was like, no. And then Chester the Cheetah started like campaigning. No, Siri. Chester the Cheetah started campaigning to be the furry like mascot of choice, and it's like, this is... and they're like, "No, we don't want you, Chester." It's like, "Come on, come on, make me a sex symbol." Uh, well, branching into those other territories, Joe is one hundred percent the Kool Aid guy. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm okay. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love the Kool-Aid busting guy. through walls. <laughs> In like urban family yeah. homes, I, yeah. I think Dad would be Mister Clean. Oh, he's definitely Mister <laughs> Clean. Because I'm bald. Yes, and we've seen you in that all white outfit now, and it yeah. Looks, oh yeah, oh boy, that looks like something. Oh, dude, I so first of all, I was not what I wanted to wear that night, but they were like, "You've got to wear all white," and I was like, "Come on, okay. Mister Clean time." <laughs> I came yeah. to clean. Mr. Clean's angels in that photo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Did anyone call me Mr. Clean in I that? Know. I haven't seen I just saw you. I was like, he looks like Mr. Clean. If they did, we need to I get you right some now. aviators. Uh, no, I was given, you look like an early 2000s pop band, and I responded <laughs> with Backstreet Boy and Girls. Oh, yeah. Nice, nice. Um, Brucey said, I didn't know Charlie had that many angels. And then followed it up with, with six angels, you could do so many spy missions at once. That's a good point. That is a good point. That is a very You double the roster. I'm a well-equipped, I'm a well-equipped Charlie. Yeah. I think that I'd be a good Bosley. Just like generally. I think that I've got the right temperament for a Bosley. You could be my Bosley. Like I'd just sit in a room and be like, hey, angels, I'm going to hit, I'm going to hit play on this recording of, of Charlie. And then I just like, me bye. Being like, and this is me being like show booba get, get your titties out it's it's angel time yeah we're not watching i'm not Hello, behind, titties. i mean angels i'm not behind this two-way mirror that's that's also on the roof for some reason <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain <laughs> if you hear some wet slapping sounds behind the curtain just disregard those they ventured into territory that I know nothing about again. I, Come I on, about Charlie's Angels. Oh, Joe. Hey, real quick, I'm just glad that you guys didn't make me the Michelin Man. Well, you didn't. You look nothing like the Michelin Man. I mean, if we had a little sailor bib, we could have gone Stay Puft. But <laughs> no. is it bad that yeah, I was just going like to say Stay Puft? Well, the Michelin Man and Stay Puft—they're so close to each other in terms of design. <laughs> yeah. I get that I'm big, but guys, come Fuck on. Fuck off, Ken. <laughs> not even. Uh, guys, believe it or not, we have one answer left. Okay, one answer. From the illustrious Jelly Fawn. Ooh, Jelly. The one that gets me ruffled is the ending of We Are the Champions. It doesn't end with Of the World. 
The other one that gets to me is Robin Hood, the fox from the Disney movie, does not have a white tip on the end of his tail. Oh, that's weird. I can't say I ever paid enough attention. That is one of my favorite movies, though. So now I, I guess I would have just assumed he would, because that's what foxes have. But yeah, I mean, it was also very early on in the Disney scope. I, attention to detail, I don't think was a lot was really there, considering a lot of like those early movies just reused animation plates that just painted over the characters. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if it was a bit rushed. So they're like, "Oh, we did half the movie without a white tip." They're like, "Ah, fuck it, keep going." I think this fits into the same the same Mandela effect as like Pikachu's though, the Robin Hood one, because I think with Pikachu, you see the black on Pikachu's yeah. ears, and you associate it with the tip of the tail as well. Robin Hood is the white under belt, like belly yeah. down. So you'd assume it would just go to the tip of his tail. Yeah. Like, I think that's where that one comes from. I didn't even know there was a Robin Hood movie with a, with the Fox in it. So yeah, you'd I'm, hate I'm, it. I'm, on, movie. I'm on a whole different level of the Mandela effect because listen, j- highly recommend. I love that. Movie. When we watched, when I was playing black sad, Joe felt incredibly uncomfortable with the cat people. The mm-hmm. Robin Hood movie is basically, they're all animals. So it's like Black Sad, but Robin Hood. The thing that I was uncomfortable with with Black Sad, though, was that they looked like people. Like, they were they were supposed to be cats, but they had very distinctly human features. Whereas all the other animals I was fine with, because their features were animal, animalistic. Yeah, yeah, true. The cats were distinctly, like, they just looked like they were people that were dressed up as cats, but it was, like, very poorly made latex cat suits. <laughs> kind of like the way kind of like the way the, the live black action sad cats was, black sad but, was fucking great and you're there kind of, you just don't like it you didn't like it kind of like how the, 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 the recent cats live action cats look absolutely nightmarish what are you talking about they look great well, they look horrifying. Do we want I can't them to even release my girl T-Swift is in that and I can't even get behind it your girl T Swift. Yeah, my girl. I T-Swift. forgot you liked T Swift. I like T Swift too. I'm not a big fan of T Swift. You call yourself. You don't a like T Swift. You don't like Garfield's mom. I, what do you like? So real quick, wait. What did you just say? I call myself a Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck Nashville. I hate it here. I've said. Well, that. that's good because she's from Pennsylvania. So exactly. Pennsylvania too. Excuse Whoa. you. Yeah, that's from right, Pennsylvania. Joe. Next thing you'll be Joe's saying, still from Pennsylvania. Fuck Australia, fuck Newcastle, Australia. <laughs> that seems awfully rude. Fuck everywhere. Wow. So There's some people mean. in Antarctica that are going to be really offended. Yeah, I actually like Antarctica. Our one probably, listener from like... Japan is going to be like, "Fuck you, Dad. I'm never listening to this again." You know, I haven't checked that in a while. I'm going to go listen to Billy and Joe's podcast about Garfield's mom. Yeah. Guys, if I ever find out like that you guys started a second podcast that just doesn't include me, I would be so emotionally devastated. <laughs> we just talk about Garfield's mom. What happens if we were only talking about Garfield's mom? Like it was a limited run series. I would still series. be emotionally <laughs> devastated. I'd be like, at least bring me on to torture me, guys. Because I know that that one would just be more popular. Well... I, we can't we can't spoil it by making the question of the week. What do you think about Garfield's mom? 
Uh, Why not? <laughs> because then people won't be able to listen to one of all the great thought experiments we've added to this episode. It'll Aww. be spoiled before then. We, so we can ask we, them what their favorite, what Garfield, their favorite feature of Garfield's. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could. Maybe we could. I was thinking, along the lines of sort of like our weird RPG one, maybe we could ask our viewers to assign a mascot of some kind to themselves and each of us, be it food-based mascot. Maybe limited to food-based mascots. Because we don't want people going too crazy. Although, yeah, honestly, someone would be like, "Oh, I'm Naruto from the Naruto." I series. know who I am. I'm the panda from the panda cheese commercials, who who looks cute and then smashes up whatever the fuck they're they're doing. I'm going to send you guys a link when we're done here, and we're going to watch it together. We're going to need that. Yeah, I'll tell you who I am. Yeah. I'm the Papa Bear from the Charmin toilet paper. <laughs> yes. Who rubs his ass with like the spring oh, of toilet yeah. paper. Give it to me. I think me. the mom does that in a dance episode too, but. Jeff. I have, I have no idea who I am. So dear listeners, please help me find my, my spirit mascot. So wonderful. Jeff, we'll help you find your spirit mascot. Oh, I'm so excited. I already know I who think... you are and it's not from food. You're the kid from Mad Magazine. Oh my god. <laughs> I didn't even consider that. 100%. He is the kid from Mad Magazine. Yeah, yeah, you're the kid from Mad Magazine. I don't know if we folded Joe in half, we'd see a picture of somebody like like pulling their pants down and moving us. <laughs> That's what happens when we fold Joe in half. <laughs> yeah, I imagine that would happen. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly right. Our streamer of the week this week is somebody that I've known for a long, long time. Uh, we ran into each other both basically when we both started, and he's been a day one ever since. And I'm talking about none other than JDZ17. JD slash one of the greatest Valorant streamers you'll ever see. He has a lot of fun. He has a warm, wonderful community. He's on TikTok posted stream tips to help people get started. What a fucking legend. There's not many better than JDC17, part of the J team, as I like to call them. The J squad. Mm. And yeah, I think no one is more deserving of our streamer of the week this week than JDC17. Agreed. JDZ has always made me feel super welcome whenever I've gone over there. Awesome guy. I don't know. What, what mascot do you think JDZ would be? Oh, what's a, that's an interesting choice. I think that JDZ would be. I can't, I can't get over. He's just like Winnie the Pooh. He's such a sweetheart. I, I, I was going to say he reminds me of Owl. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. a real good one. He reminds me of Count Chocula. Oh, Count Chocula! Oh, <laughs> that's a great one. <laughs> Because he's a vampire. Yeah. Well, you guys didn't know that part. (laughs) No. No, we did. (laughs) Just making sure. Okay. Only Billy didn't. (laughs) He's not. He he's a vampire. Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. Well, he is now because we said it, so it must be true. Yeah. Everything stated on the Beardy Bunch podcast is irrefutable truth. It's just it's just facts. Facts of life. He's dropping those hot facts of life. (laughs) 
So speaking hot. of hot facts of life. Yes. I have a little bit of outward, outgoing, that's the wrong word, farewell advice to you all. Yes. It stays topical to our topical news from this week, which is very simply just, and everyone's heard this before, I'm reiterating, treat people how you would like to be treated. There's a lot of shitty people in this world, and you know, you make a conscious decision every day to not be one of them. Life's going to be a lot easier and a lot better, both mentally, physically, however, if you are just kind to your fellow person, your fellow being. That's great advice, Tim. Fucking hell. What a wonderful thing. I, um, yeah, I just wanted to say thank you for that advice, Dan. And have a fantastic time with whatever you're doing today, everybody. I hope you have a fantastic day, night, afternoon, whenever you're listening to us. And I hope you can catch us next week for some more Beardy Bunch action. Love yous. Bye, everybody. Have a great week, everybody.